0: Hey friend,
1: you've stumbled across the Honest Pod with Carrie Garcia in Shara House, where our hope is to create a safe space to share stories that foster healing, hope, and the honesty needed to live free and fully alive. And now for this week's
0: episode of the Honest Pod.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back Good to morning. the Honest Pod. I always feel like it's such a weird
0: intro when we come in. Like, it's uh, just morning. Yeah. How's it going? How's it going, guys? Here's the thing I've listened to a couple of our podcasts because we started recording for me and Allison pretty early, 7 a.m., right? And I've listened throughout our podcast. My voice starts so deep and it like starts to get gradually not as deep throughout the podcast. And I'm like, I sound like a whole man. Like who is Shara? And is Shara a he? Because that's what she sounds like in the morning. That's I know crazy. you would
1: think that all three of us would be so professional and already be up. We record, I record literally, it's summer right now. I record at nine o'clock my time, ten seven o'clock your time. You yeah. have a better excuse. I brushed my teeth and
0: rolled out of bed at 8.52. 8 well, I only did one of those things this morning and I'll let you figure it out. <laughs> okay. So you're already winning.
1: Oh, okay. So I haven't even talked to you in the past couple of weeks. You've been, we had everyone pray for you last week because I know you were not feeling well. Um, So the 11 people went to battle for your body.
0: (laughs) I appreciate it, guys.
1: Um, But I have not got to catch up with you on all things. So I'm going to on a trip to Cancun, which I'm so looking forward to because Mario and I, we need, I need to like not work. I love working. I love doing all the things, but I need to not work for a solid five days. Like, no work. Well, let's talk
0: about you guys. You guys are really good at vacationing. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, but your vacationing is almost like not vacationing because anyone who knows what camping is like knows that it costs more emotionally and physically than it's worth. But you guys decide every year for a month to go do that. So the fact that you're doing something like Cancun is fantastic. And I'm all inclusive.
1: And I will say the last road trip that we went on, which I did share about, we stayed in hotels because Maria was done. Like Maria was like, well, yeah. I'm not packing up a tent. <laughs> not doing like, this. I'm just not doing it. But we had to work that whole time because we were launching our amazing on the light tour. So we had to yeah, work. So yes, we're going to Cancun. It's an all inclusive resort. I am so excited. I've never done that before. But this lends itself to the reality that I have to get a bathing suit. And
0: mm.
1: for those of you that are listening, I'm assuming most of you understand it's like jeans and bathing suits i don't want to shop for jeans and i nope. don't want to shop for bathing suits it's just a whole try on but but bathing suits worse than jeans bathing suits worse than jeans so
0: mm-hmm.
1: i put on i put on my old stuff and lord jesus covid
0: had its way with my body so <laughs> or just lost its am- elasticity after a while you know what i mean when it's been so long yes. it's just the rubber band just snaps and doesn't go back to where it should, you know. You know how you pull it and it kind of goes, but it doesn't you really like it. <laughs> You're like, can I can make this work,
1: <laughs> yeah. Chlorine had its way. Um, so the bathing suit was not an option. So, girl, I went bathing suit shopping,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and first of all, things have changed since the last time I went bathing suit Talk shopping. To me. There, I I okay, I don't have I'm gonna I'm gonna be try to be really kind because there are some men that listen to this, but I don't
0: have like a tiny bottom. <laughs> we like to call that you lug around a dump truck. Let me keep Whoa. you hip. That's what we call. That's what it's called. This is what I'm here for, okay? Not escalated. But I don't lug around a dump truck. So what <laughs> I do lug around a dump truck? I don't what do Yeah, I you do? do.
1: I do. If you got a a
0: bigger behind, that's what that's called.
1: Okay. Well, I clearly am in that camp. Um, Yeah. So I don't have like a tiny. I don't have a tiny backside. But all of the bathing suits that I saw and tried on, and I went to. Literally a 100 stores because I can't do online shopping with a bathing suit. I know all of you guys are like, absolutely not. Online shop, send them, send them, and then you can try them on, on, return them. I'll never return them because I don't return anything. And then I'll have 700 bathing suits that don't fit me and I'll never return them because I don't, it's too hard. It's too hard to go back and return them. I can't do it. Yeah. So I I can't do this course. I'm going to, I can't do it. I went to all the stores and every single one I tried on. It's like a V on my backside mm-hmm. of material. Mm-hmm. So there's less material and they're $150 for a bathing yeah. suit. Like, I mean, there's so, for the nice ones. Now I know I could go to Target, but Target bathing suits don't fit my body, right? No, but I'm even Target's girl. like,
0: oh, it's like $36. And you're like, oh, for the set. And it's like, no, it's $36 no. a piece. And I said, excuse me, Target. The disrespect right. is real in the moment. Who are you right
1: now? Because yeah. no. So I'm trying it all on. and. And most of the places still won't let you try on stuff, but the stores that let you try it on stuff were, you know, I tried them on, so that was nice. Yeah. And I don't know what is going on, but I've got a V on my backside and I've got (laughs) – the top is just like – it's, it's like my top side. I'm trying to be, I'm not, I'm trying not to be too graphic, but the top side, it's, it's like, it's like mm-hmm. dough that's been pressed into with a little piece mm-hmm. of material. And on both sides, underneath my armpit and underneath yes. my chest, it's coming around the sides enveloping this poor little piece of material. And I'm just like, standing there with, I look like I have four boobs. I look no, like I have four boobs. 100%. It's
0: like, Your boobs look like they've created a chocolate croissant. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like the bathing suit is in the middle, and everything else has enveloped it to a nice (laughs) croissant style. I I got hungry. Now I need. Now I'm hungry. (laughs) Here we are. Now I'm hungry. I I got to eat breakfast. I'm
1: angry. It and was I'm so so bad, and they were like, everyone's like, you know, wear the ones that go really high, and and but then they cut into my thighs and just stick the thighs out, and then then when yeah. I wear them low and I can tie the string so it doesn't, then it looks like like I got croissants on the sides of my hips. It's the whole yeah. thing was such a disaster of me trying on, yeah. and I'm like,
0: where's the well material? and real. The one piece is too, it's like there's no middle ground. There's like, hey, here's the bathing suit for the 17 year old high school girl who right. is barely developing, or here's Nana's bathing suit. And you get to choose. You know what I mean? There's yes. barely any like middle ground unless you want to pay like a lot of money, like you right. said. But Target over here, I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not a grandma, but I'm also not trying to, you know, have a hot girl summer shaking my kibbles and bits for everybody this Right. <laughs> 100%, no,
1: A hundred percent. And even – I went into Victoria's Secret because they have bathing suits that, like, are your bra size. So I was like, okay, I'll try that on. And I tried on one of their one pieces. Whoa, dude. The, the V went <laughs> under my belly button. And I'm like, I can't – this – something's like, I'm going to go for a walk to the, to the, the bar and get a Coke. Cause you know, that's appropriate. Yeah. I'm going to go to the bar and get a soda and whoops, my boobs are going to fall out.
0: Like it's the a V's knot, so deep that you went to the, the clerk lady and you said, I think a seam ripped. <laughs> Can I get this for a discount? <laughs> that,
1: that is, that's exactly like, Whoa, what happened here? They just gave up. They just did it. Yeah. So they were sewing it and they go, ah,
0: <laughs> They'll be rough. fine. It's We're America. We're exhausted. Yep. <laughs> They'll wear it probably. <laughs> they oh won't know the God. difference. It was yeah. so bad.
1: So the V is so strong in the front. And then there was literally nothing in the back except for a little string. And I'm like,
0: yeah. and it was it was $142. And I was here's like. A good, oh, here's the thing. Hear me out. If you do end up doing this, you're in Cabo. It's safe. Who are you going to see aside from the people you're going with again? Right? Myself. I don't want to see. And and nooks and crannies, you didn't even know needed to be tan. No, I don't want to
1: see myself. I feel sorry for the drink boy. Like he can't see that. That, that, I feel like that's an assault. That's an assault on his eyes. And I'm not here (laughs) to assault a
0: poor drink boy. Uh, You know what's so funny is the timing of this story is I literally put on a bathing suit last night and had this exact same thought. I was like, I look like. My body was like slime and it's slowly moving out of the bathing suit. You know what I mean? And around it. And you're like, when did this happen? Is this like an age thing? Because what's happening now? Yeah. You just put it on and you go, did I change that much? But you're old enough to be like, well, it is what it is. (laughs) I'm still getting in the jacuzzi no matter what. (laughs) You know what? I need a good jacuzzi. I didn't shave and I'm slime coming out of a freaking container right now. But here we are. But, but hey, you know what? My bones need some jets. <laughs> this is the only massage I'm gonna get in a while, so So we all are gonna have it? to be assaulted by this. <laughs> it's so true. The moment that the jacuzzi for your bones
1: overtakes the the horror in which you are in a right. bathing suit, you know your old
0: wind. You made it to be an adult. Congratulations. The the massage overturns the horror in which you look at a suit. Let us know in the DMs, guys, if you relate to this situation. Leave a comment. Again, we don't know where the comments are, but... But they're there. Yes. Mm -hmm. And
1: and truly, I am one one bathing suit away from being the lady in
0: the pool doing laps with her swim cap on. Like just
1: (laughs) the swim cap won't get
0: my head wet. I'm one bad bathing suit from going full on church camp and rocking a t-shirt and sensible shorts. That's right. Because, you know, we want to honor our body. 100%. (laughs) Wait, modest is hottest. Don't you forget it.
1: That's right. That's right. And honestly, nothing I got says Modest is Honest. Everything I got says,
0: show the skin for the wind. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) the Lord knows the intentions of your heart in a moment, and you're up against a rock in a hard place. (laughs) <laughs> that'll preach. That'll preach. Yeah, come on. I hope
1: that you all are still with us because most of the men have now turned this off and the women are either laughing or totally disgusted
0: in horror. There's one guy who's listening to this and is like, let me just try it out. Like, I've heard good things about this. I really don't want to try it. It's going to be girly. He turns on this episode and he's like, oh no, and immediately turns it off. Never give him a chance again. That's right. <laughs> also, he sees if you're the picture hearing of us weird noises, can't get the visual. Yeah, if you're hearing weird noises from me, guys, it's because I'm sliding around in a leather chair. And I also am now realizing it probably sounds like, like a flatulence problem. It's not. It's me scooting around <laughs> in a leather chair. I just want the audience to know. <laughs> We run a really like tight ship here. Really, really close. All DJ Allie Mills
1: is just rolling her eyes at us constantly. Just like, like, stop. We're cutting that
0: out in post.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So here's what I actually want to talk about today. Outside of the, speaking of this Cancun ship, we're actually going with some friends. And this made me think of, is there an echo? Do you guys hear an echo? You, no. Can you control your little computer thing, Shar, where it sometimes takes away the echo? You remember how you did that that one time? And it was like no so No clue. Rich. Turn the oh, volume. Yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, can, there we is. go. Okay. So, you know, see, guys, we just, we, will we edit that in post? Probably not because well, who <laughs> has time for that? You need to see what it's yeah. really like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm going to Cancun with some friends and these friends are my new friends here in Illinois and have become really good friends of mine. In fact, I think that I shared this in one of the episodes, but early on here, when I moved to Illinois, I had, you guys don't know this about me. Maybe you do. I am a pretty private person. Like I, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I I will share a lot of my life, but letting people into like really seeing the depths of my heart is very few people. And, um, the reality is, is that, sorry, I also just saw a comment and then I started thinking about something else. (laughs) We we need to get it together today. We're a mess here this morning. I know. We really are. We really are. Um, Okay. So I was sitting at the table with these friends and I had this, it's a long story, but I I had this like full breakdown in front of these two people. And I can just say who they are. Their name is Josh and Robin and they're not, um, there's not a secret. They're real people. Um, And they Mm -hmm. held that space so well for me. They just like loved me and held this space for me. And it was really beautiful. I did not mean to have a breakdown in front of them. I was really embarrassed I had a breakdown in front of them, but God knew like you're going to need some people like right away that that just can know you and hold space for you and just be there for you because I really don't have a lot of those people in my life mm-hmm. and moving from California, I was leaving you. I was leaving a lot of mm-hmm. people, like not a lot, but a few people that really know me well and love me well. And so that moment was like this like shift in our relationship with the three of us, and then obviously Mario included, but, um, really began to solidify, oh, just a really special friendship. You know, when you like, when someone sees you really well and they just love you, it's like this, this instant, like I'm just safe with them. And it's been like that for, you know, almost a year now, since I've, I've been here almost a year, which is wild. And, um, so I got news the other day. We, we she asked me to go on their, um, her birthday. It's her 40th birthday. She asked us to go to Cancun. We said yes. We're so excited. A couple of other couples are going. It's going to be so fun. And then on Sunday, I got some news from them, and they um, basically told me that they are moving, and they're moving to Florida, which is really far from here. And they told me in the church, and I lost it. Like. I started crying so hard, like hands in my face, like, like crying, like to the point where even in my head, I was kind of like, Hey, whoa, chill. Like, you know, you can, mm-hmm. you can manage this. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, Josh ushered me to the back room and he was kind of like, Hey, let's go step into the back. And, and all three of us just started, we were talking about, and we were just weeping together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this got me thinking like my Initial instinct when I got in the car, my initial instinct, and this is so wild, and this is really what I want to talk about today, is those, those survival instincts that kick in right away, that keep us from having to feel pain, mm-hmm. and so immediately in my head I was like, I'm not going to Cancun, I don't want to celebrate like that, like that, that sounds mm-hmm. terrible, and, like immediately, like my a, a wall in my heart went up, and I was like, I'm. I don't, no, we're I'm done. Gonna, yeah. We're done. You're I'm not, leaving, like, we're I, done. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't like mad at them. I just was like, well, I'm not going to have, you know, you're leaving soon. It's, I don't need to feel It's anything. automatic. It's
0: involuntary. It's, it's totally. just what you've known. And it yeah. was like,
1: I'm going to pull away. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull away. I, I don't actually want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to engage with you anymore. I got a text from her later that night and it was like, Hey, how are you? And I was like, Oh, I'm fine. Like I was literally like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore and, um, and just kind of shut down. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, okay, what's going on with you? Like, Mm -hmm. and really had a conversation with the Lord. And it was like, first of all, I was like, God just kind of spoke to my heart. Like Carrie, you let yourself be seen and you let yourself love someone really deeply and it's okay to be sad. And Mm. I started to think to myself, what is the narrative that I tell myself when I experience loss, when I experience, especially like in friendships or relationships, um, you know, whether it be parental or dating or, you know, friendships with others throughout my life, I, I isolate. That is what I do. I pull Mm. away because in my head, I mean, as strong as this sounds, they're either going to die because that's part of my story. I love mm-hmm. someone really deeply, and she took her life, which is my mm-hmm. mom. so there's a narrative for me there. or I feel like I'm too much. and so mm-hmm. people pull away, so it's like, I don't even want to get close because I don't want you to see how much I am, and then you're gonna pull away. Yeah. Or they they move away or leave, and my heart feels so broken because I let so little people see me that yeah. when they leave, it feels so devastating because, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, It takes me so long to open up and then now they're gone. So Mm -hmm. my instinct is to pull away. And I started to think about people's instincts and what they do when they encounter a loss in a friendship. And I don't mean just like a death loss because that is so, you know, we had talked about that earlier a couple of episodes ago, but it could be that. Um, And it definitely could be that because even when someone dies, like I definitely go inward Um, but I'm curious, like, what is your instinct Shara? Like when mine is to kind of pull away and to be honest with you, I pull away and I get a little angry. This is mine. I get like, well, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not going to be around them. And what, like, I don't know. It's like this weird, like they did nothing wrong. Like they did nothing wrong, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, whatever. I'm not going to be around them. And I'm just going to pull away. And it's done anyway. And I can't believe they, you know, whatever they're moving. It's almost like I take it like they're moving and it's personal. Like they
0: don't. Yeah. Like they're moving and it's your fault. Yeah. Or like they're, they didn't yeah, consider you in making this decision almost.
1: (laughs) Right. Like how crazy, yeah, how crazy is that? And yet in my brain, it
0: feels
1: so personal. So I'm curious for you, like what, have you ever even thought about this because we again, we just mm-hmm. kind of start talking about these things. It's not like we plan these out, yeah, but, but do you kind of think of what can you think of when you lose a relationship friendship?
0: Yeah, um so there actually a couple different things that I do. I do definitely hold, withhold my emotions completely. So it's not that I get angry or mad. I'm like, don't deal with this now. Wait till they leave or wait till mm. it's no longer in your face where you have to be vulnerable in front of somebody. Wait till they're, they're gone and then feel. Or I feel like my body's programming, like we were talking about how you just automatically had that wall. I think I have the exact same thing, but it's not like anger and it's, not, um, it's, a, it's almost just like removal. If that makes sense. It's like sense. you
1: shut down your emotions. Like emotions yeah. just go yeah. offline. I'm not going to feel this. So I don't feel sad.
0: I don't feel happy. I feel nothing. Yes. Um, so so I you go to that numbing. Would, yes. Oh, 100%. I'm a number through and through. Um, sure. Whether that's with like staying busy now or like keeping myself distracted or like I will just do whatever I can to avoid what it is exactly I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, And then I think the second one would be, I think it kind of goes in hand in hand with that is I just will be, I'll isolate. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, we're just not doing this. I'm going to pull away from everybody. I can't handle what I'm feeling. So I can't handle anybody else because I can't even handle me, you know? Yes. Right. Which is is kind of my tendency. Yeah. And
1: And, and there is some of that, I mean, we always talk about story and we always talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, what we learned really early on is how we cope with pain and, you know, for your story, um, your story was like, there was a lot of volatile, a volatile loss and Mm -hmm. volatile behaviors in your home. Um, and so that like the, the emotions in your home were so heightened that it's like, Mm -hmm. In order to almost balance it out, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but in order to kind of balance it out, it was like, I need to not feel anything. Like 100%. This is too, like, I'm just going to numb out because I, because you actually are a very deep feeler. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. really are. But you, but those feelings were dangerous for you because you had nowhere to go with them. You had no safe place to be able to bring them to the world.
0: Not only did I not have anywhere to go with them, but I, if I showed emotion, I usually would be punished for it. Right. So on top of just the fact that there was nowhere for it to land, there was like physical threats along with sharing it. or Right. It. Yeah. Or yeah. there was just
1: neglect. You know, yeah. like I'm, you know, I'm not going to even engage that. Yeah. And, and I think there was a lot, I think neglect is a big word for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like neglect um, feels very, um, it's a very lonely feeling. And I think if I'm looking throughout my life, you know it's so funny because i'm i'm such an extrovert and i do have a lot of friends but there's an internal loneliness that i always feel yeah. i always feel definitely very alone and um like like very neglected which sounds like a victim mentality but it's not it's really just truly really kind of the grid in which i feel like not being nurtured by a mommy and all of that like that was definitely yeah. um a narrative of like neglect and I am too much. I'm too much for my own mom to love. I'm too much mm. for my own mom to stay on this Damn. planet. So mm-hmm. they're, like so that loneliness just carries in and so when I was sitting in the car and I was thinking about this I'm like, you know, first of all, I actually love Josh and Robin and I'm so thankful that they are stepping into their God-given purpose. Like this is a part of yeah. God's plan for them. And I just began to go, what can I do right now instead of doing my old survival techniques where I'm going to pull away, I'm going to allow myself to just be lonely, to feel the loneliness. Instead, I want to bring this before the Lord and I want to acknowledge, first of all, way to go, Carrie. Like You're really Mm -hmm. healing. You let someone that early on into your heart and love you. Mm -hmm. And that is healing for you because yeah. I don't do that. I don't, I yeah, don't, you don't, I don't do that. And so I'm like, man, good job, Carrie. Like you're growing, yeah. you're healing, you know, and that's something beautiful. And secondly, I'm like, you know, the narrative is they're not leaving me and this isn't about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't too much for them and all of that. And the feelings that I'm having are not too much for the situation because, mm-hmm. It should equal amount, the, the amount of emotion should equal the amount of impact they had on your life. And mm-hmm. so they had a lot of impact on my life. They actually held a really good space for me. They saw me, you know, when I have a full depression breakdown and they were there. Therefore, it's a natural and a healthy response to have mm-hmm. my emotions match the amount of weight they carried in my life. That yeah, means they matter. Absolutely. And that was something that I was like, man, it's okay to allow these emotions to be there and to feel them because it means that they mattered. And that Mm. means that they touched a part of your heart that needed to be touched. And they Mm. will forever have that place in my heart. And so Mm -hmm. I just, I was like sitting, thinking about this and, you know, I'm watching as different people are responding to this information and, you know, they've made, they've been here, um, all of their lives. They've been a part of this church for like 20 years or something, or I think 11 Mm -hmm. years they've been on staff. They've known our pastor. I mean, our pastor knew Robin in diapers. So like they have like a lot of history here and I'm watching Mm -hmm. how different people, Are responding, you know. One person Mm -hmm. is going into kind of fix it mode. How are we going to fill the holes that they had, you know? And it's just Mm -hmm. really into fix it mode. Another one is Mm -hmm. is pulling away, and she's really sad, but she's pulling away. Another one is getting angry, um, and Mm -hmm. just like I'm actually like, why are you doing this to me, you know? And Mm -hmm. and this feels really painful. And another one is um, going into all of the like, literally, this person said, I. I don't have, I don't have the bandwidth to process what I'm feeling right now. I need a few days. So he like was overwhelmed and it was so interesting going or like seeing all of these different people. One was just in disbelief. No, no, you can't believe me. Like, no, what are we going to do without you? You know, and just really like, so one it speaks to the impact that they've had in the lives yeah. of all these people which is beautiful and two it speaks to the human nature of how we respond when we encounter loss when we encounter mm-hmm. and i truly believe that god you know wants us that to lay down survival techniques when someone has made an impact on us and pick up what it means to thrive. And what it means to thrive is to actually allow yourself to feel the appropriate amount of emotions Mm -hmm. that happen.
0: Yeah. And for someone, I mean, for me, and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, it is still so hard for me to identify my emotions, even in the moment. Like, I don't always have the emotional capacity to be like, oh, I'm I'm being, these are my defense mechanisms coming up. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot of work in relation to a lot of these things. And so Mm -hmm. my question for you would be how, what are some practical ways that you've done over the last few years to start being more in tune with being aware when you're doing that? Mm -hmm. So let me ask, I'm going to turn that
1: question back on you. Um, Uh Because yes, of course I have some thoughts to that, but I want you to think through the times in your life where you've experienced loss and mm-hmm. your go-to mechanism is, you know, like you said, to pull away, to feel nothing. Yeah. Who, what, or how did those, did your awareness about what you were feeling and experiencing come to light? What happened in your own story, in your own life where you were able to go, okay, I actually need to deal with
0: this. Mm-hmm. How, wh- what, what happened? Honestly, it's usually my body that lets me know. And this is like really extreme. I think this kind of gives a window in on how much my body will avoid pain, but I will start to have like anxiety attacks where all of a sudden I'll be Mm -hmm. sitting there not even thinking about something and then everything starts turning. My heart starts pounding super fast and it's like all of a sudden it's just like this wave of like what's happening, what's going on. And it's actually usually in that moment that I'm like, oh, I'm not dealing with something. Mm-hmm. But that's how yes. much how drastic it has to be for me to be like, oh. Yes. And your body tells you, I mean, your body you'll break out. Your body yep. will
1: you'll get a breakouts on your on your skin. You're you'll have mm-hmm. anxiety. You get really bad yep. stomach pains. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, in your like, even like you won't be able to really digest food really well. I mean, your body really does hold a lot and we've seen that throughout the years. I think uh, one of the biggest things that I, and one of the biggest turning points for you, um, that I've noticed being your sister and then also just noticing you, you know, being with Devin and in different relationships with people is having those people in your life that know you well enough to go, Hey, what's going on? And forcing almost a conversation with you, Mm -hmm. um, you've gotten better at going, you know, okay, I'm sensing something. I actually think I need to process this and talk about it. It does take, it still takes you a little bit, right? Like it
0: still takes you a little bit. It does. Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: But there is a knowing now, like I don't have to get to the point where I'm having a panic attack if I can talk with someone and process and allow myself mm-hmm. to be held in this emotion. Even if I don't know what I'm feeling, allowing mm-hmm. someone to say like, Hey, let's, let's spend some time, you know, you lost your grandpa. Let's spend some time yeah. talking about what that's been like for you, how you've been holding yeah. that. Um, Hey, you, you know, you, for me, you know, you have some friends that are leaving in all day. Just, I am a verbal processor, so that's where we're different. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you are a verbal processor, but I will, I will initiate verbal processing. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to have to force it out of me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so the whole day with Mario, he's like, you're really upset. Do you know why you're upset? And I'm like, no, I don't know why I'm upset. I mean, I know I'm sad that they're leaving, but this feels really deep. This feels like a deeper thing. And so, you know, I have some tools. Uh, One of the things I do is uh, for me, I have to get away with myself. I actually talk out loud in my car, which sounds crazy, but I have to talk out loud in my car and go, okay, you are really like, I can tell that I'm not doing well. I ate a ton the day that I, mm. that I found out I was like, I'm, I definitely ate way more than I need to. So that's a real indicator to me that I'm experiencing trauma Yeah, because trauma is powerlessness. I was feeling powerless. I have this friend Mm -hmm. I've connected with this friend and this is where we minimize trauma. And I'm, you know, there's big T traumas. Yes. But this was a small T trauma for me that needed care. Mm -hmm. Trauma needs care. It -hmm. needs to be grieved and it needs to be comforted and it needs care. This is what trauma needs. And I was experiencing a sense of trauma because they were so, I felt so connected to them and safe with them. Mm -hmm. And now they're leaving and I could do nothing about it.
0: And I'm like,
1: You know, they're not dying, but they're leaving. And in my head, in my head, it's like they're dying, which is so crazy, but that's how my brain is. So I'm like, they're they're gone forever. I'm never going to, you know, like it's done now. And the reality is we don't live in the same place. So things are going to look different. And I did this when my friend Jamie moved. I did this when my friend Risha moved. I began to pull away. I don't want to have like a conversation. So I'm sitting in the car and I'm going, okay what's going on. And I just started to kind of verbally process, um, you know, how, like, I'm really sad and they made a real impact on my life and Mm -hmm. I'm going to miss them. And it was just in saying that, that it was like, it's okay to feel this. It's okay to miss someone. I actually got a scripture that I want to share with you. And, And it's many of us know this scripture. Um, but I, I just it, it just stuck to me in my heart. And this is so wild. We had the surprise birthday party for Robin literally on Saturday. She told me on Sunday. And I read this scripture saying this was her. This was her. Mm. Like how when I think of Robin, I think of this scripture. And so it was so interesting that God gave me the scripture for her. And then God gave me the scripture for me. Same one. Mm. And it says Re- Romans 12, um, 15 through 18 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice. And weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another and do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight and re- repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. And it was so interesting as I was sitting and thinking about this, and I was thinking about. This is like she embodies this. She she literally will cry with you. Like if you're crying, she's crying. It's a hundred percent going to happen. She just really and she will do her best to try to be at peace with with you, no matter what. I mean, there has been so many crazy relationships she's had, and she works really hard to try, you know, outside of codependency, but try to be at peace. And I'm mm-hmm. reading this, and 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 I just felt like God spoke to my spirit. Like as beautiful as this was for her, rejoice with her because she's going. Mm-hmm. But also, you can weep with her because she's leaving. And to yeah. honor the friendship and the relationship that it meant something to you. And I thought about all of us mm-hmm. on here that have had broken marriages, broken you know dating relationships, friends that have moved away, and and we almost like feel so bad that we feel bad. Because we're like, you know, Mm -hmm. especially if they're moving, it's like, well, we're happy for them, so I should just be happy. Well, I want to rejoice with them, but I can actually hold the weeping and the rejoicing in the same breath. Mm -hmm. And I want to live peaceably with her. To pull away and to be angry, it's just my body's way of saying, you mattered to me. It's my body's coping mechanism to say, you mattered, Mm -hmm. but those feelings feel too big and I don't want to engage them. And it's not healthy it's not bringing about a sense of goodness. It's actually not bringing a sense of weeping with her and rejoicing with her. It's not Mm -hmm. true community. It's actually isolating Mm -hmm. me from community.
0: You know what I'm saying? It's almost the opposite because in order, in being transparent with your emotions in front of them, you're actually building intimacy and strengthening a relationship. Whereas when you shut down and you isolate it's almost like that intimacy is broken, right. You know, because you can't be there for them or for yourself in that moment. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't get,
1: and I don't get to honor the goodbye. Like I don't get to honor what they meant because I'm not honoring the goodbye. And I was telling Josh, I was telling this to Josh and I was like, look, (laughs) we were never meant to say goodbye. Like it's something, and we had talked about this before, right? Like Our bodies know, like this isn't how it was supposed to be. Like we were meant for eternity. We were meant to be in relationship with people for eternity. That's what the garden is—was to be with each other in eternity. So when there is a severing, whether it's death or the moving or relationship being broken, there's something wrong about it in the sense of like we weren't ever supposed to say goodbye. So I was telling Josh, I'm like, this is never going to be a this is never going to be a pretty goodbye. This is never going to be like, um, you can't do a goodbye well, like in the sense of like saying goodbye. But here's what you can do well, is allow yourself to show up for the goodbye. It's to allow yourself to be present in the goodbye. Because those moments, even though they're painful, they mean something to the person and they mean something to you. And in that moment to allow them the honor of saying, you meant something to me. And although this is excruciatingly painful, I want to show up for this goodbye because you're worth it. And what you have meant in my life so good. is worth it. And so, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to Cancun. And there are gonna be a yeah. lot of, there's gonna be a lot of laughter, and there's gonna be a lot of tears. I know that. I know that, that that's not ideal, but, but I don't want to miss out on what it means to honor what they've done in my life and what they've meant in my life by avoiding a goodbye so I don't have to feel anything. Um, because it, it, it doesn't honor what yeah. they've done. It doesn't honor who they are and it doesn't honor how they've loved me and how I love them. And so I just want to encourage you all you know, as you're kind of listening to this and we're all going to face a goodbye, you know, we're all going to face sorrow and goodbyes and they're really, they really suck. They really suck. I can't think of one goodbye unless it was a total jerk, you know, where I was like, goodbye. But even in that, like there, it meant something because I was, you weren't a jerk always, yeah. you know? And so there's, there's something about being able to say like, I can't look back and think of a goodbye that didn't have pain, a sense of pain around it. But yeah. I never regret staying the course and saying goodbye. I don't regret yeah. it. And I think I would regret, I know I would regret not allowing my body to feel the impact of their of their impact in my life um, by honoring by honoring a goodbye. And um so I just want to encourage you guys out there that fight past the urge to isolate, fight past the urge to numb, fight past the urge to get angry. Know that it's your body's way of saying we actually feel deeply and in feeling deeply, it's okay to engage it. And I know there's narratives where it's not been okay. Find the people in your life that you can process with. Maybe it's a therapist, uh maybe it's maybe it's your best friend um maybe you know it's someone outside of the one maybe it's your best friend that's leaving and you need to process that with her but maybe find somebody else too <laughs> so that you can bear the weight with her in a way where she doesn't feel or they don't feel obligated to have to carry so much of your pain and i think that's what i've been feeling and i'll, I'll end with this but i i want to hold the tension of rejoicing with my friend who is really excited And also holding the weeping because she's really sad. And I don't want to heap on her, how could you do this to me? I want to be honest with her. Like, I'm rejoicing with you. I'm also super sad with you. But we can hold this together. You don't have to hold my emotions. You don't have to make sure I'm okay. Like, she's texted me a few times now. Hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, how are you doing? Hmm you know? yeah, And I think it's really hard for her because she sees all these people weeping because they're leaving. And that feels like so much pressure, you know, but -hmm. on the same token of that to encourage her, like, this is the kind of impact you've made. And that's beautiful. But also it's not your responsibility to hold our pain. We, you don't have to do that. We can hold this all together. Yeah, And I just want to offer that to everyone. And I want to offer that to, you know, it was something real. This is happening in real time for me. Um, you know, and it comes off the heels of something that was happening real time for Shar and I with, with our grandpa, and, um, and yet all of us, yeah, all of us will experience this. And yeah. how are we going to show up for each other? How are we going to, to text the friend you know that's hurting and say like, hey, how are you doing today? You know, yeah. knowing that we're hurting, but also they're hurting too. How are we going to? Not step into survival technique, but really go, man, it's worth it and healthy to feel this. How are we gonna do that and And how will you do that? And yeah, I mean, like I said, some of those tools are acknowledging what you're feeling, talking with a friend, allowing yourself to feel, and knowing that it's okay. I don't know. Any other thoughts that you have to this, Shara?
0: No, I think that was beautifully said. I think it's a a challenge, even going into this next season for me. Mm Because there's been a lot going on, like we've shared on this podcast, and being more in the present moment of the emotion Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is something that I feel like I want to challenge myself in, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I'm doing it with you guys. Yeah. All of us together.
1: Yeah, me too. And there's something beautiful. I mean, when you let tears fall and you let them fall in front of someone, gosh, those tears just mean they mattered, And that's just a real, that's a gift to someone, even though it's so painful. Your life mattered and it mattered enough to where tears are allowed to fall. And that means something that just does. It means something really healing um, for for you and for the person seeing those tears. Um, It's not their responsibility to take them, but gosh, those tears say a lot, don't they? Um, So allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to feel the weight of what someone has meant in your life and allow yourself the honor of saying goodbye. Of saying goodbye, so um, yeah, beautiful. I think Jesus did that really well. I think he modeled it really, really well. Um, as he grieved at Lazarus' yeah. death, knowing that he was going to raise, I think he did that really well. I think he did it really well when he left. I wondered what that moment was when he ascended to heaven and the disciples, a few of the disciples, were standing there and he was like, I've got to go, but I'm going to send a helper. And I can't imagine they were like, All right, bye, you know. I'm sure yeah. there was weeping. Like it doesn't say that yeah. there was weeping. And so I don't know, but I can only imagine watching Jesus go yeah. into the heavens, either also sheer amazement, like you're floating into yeah, like, whoa. the heaven. There's, I don't know what to feel right now, but yeah. also such a loss, you know? And yet he leaves the Holy Spirit with us. And that's what I think mm-hmm. about the people that we love. Um, we say goodbye, but they are with us. They just are their mm-hmm. impact is with us. And so, um, so honor, honor your body and honor, yeah. honor the people by saying goodbye and not shrinking back. It will, it will mean something to them and it will be deeply healing for you. So mm-hmm. guys, we love you so much and, um, we honor you and we are not saying goodbye We're saying we will see you next week. <laughs> We are so thankful for the talented Tanya Godsey offering her amazing music with us. You can find Tanya on Spotify and other streaming platforms. And hey, we would love to answer any questions you may have for us right here on the show. So you can send us those questions to hello at podcast.com. And as always, thank you for letting us share about the not so easy stories that make us And entering into the honesty and courage it takes to love who you were created to be. So until the next time, friends, may God's love and kindness be an offering to your heart, both now and always.